0: everyone welcome in to the fandom vibe presented by nerd lips podcast this is your number one source for news from trending pop culture and fandoms alike what's up nerds and welcome to the second episode of the fandom vibe the date is 6 8 2018 that's a friday i've got my coffee here i've got a plethora of news to go over um today's gonna be a really good day i think And uh, first up on the docket is some DC Universe news, so let's go ahead and get into it. Alright, the DC Universe has some big news coming out of it, no matter where it's coming from, from TV, from movies, from comic books, there's a lot of shit going on, but... We're going to go over the top headlines that I had out of today, yesterday, um, things like that. And the first things first, Shazam, the movie, it's got a lot of talk. It's got a lot of spin. There's a lot of stuff happening. It's been confirmed that the movie will be taking place during the winter. In a recent interview on the Film Riot podcast, shout out to the Film Riot podcast, Shazam! director David F. Sandberg confirmed that the film will be set during the winter. As Sandberg explained, this will have a unique impact on the film's visual aesthetic. He is quoted saying, on this one, it was just like, yeah, I want this to be a classic superhero movie. Um, Sandberg then revealed that it it takes place in winter, quote-unquote. So it's a got a lot of dark exteriors, but with a lot of colorful lights and stuff around them. So, I'm totally picturing a Christmassy superhero movie here, guys. That's going to be really interesting. Some DC fans have been speculating about the film's winter setting. After various set photos showed wintry landscapes and Christmas decorations and even Shazam, it will be released in the spring. This choice of time of year certainly makes sense considering the lighthearted tone. All that. So, that's going to be really cool. I, I, mean, I have a really big soft spot in my heart for Christmas movies, you guys. That's going to be nice. I I guess it doesn't really matter what time of year that is taking place. Anyway, so here's an excerpt of what Sandberg said in an interview last year um, in regards to what this uh, current article is about. Uh, Quote, This will be very uh, different than what I've done in in the feature space because it is not a horror movie and it's a much lighter tone. But it is something that I look forward to trying out. Even though I plan to return to the horror in, or return to horror in some fashion, my background is back in Sweden before I started doing horror shorts. I was doing animated comedy shorts. It's not totally alien to me, but to have more of a comedy approach, I look forward to taking that on in the future. In a future, so this movie is going to be something else, guys. I really hope that Shazam makes it. You know, exceeds our expectations because that's just that's just going to be really nice. This next one here is a rumor, which is what we deal with on a daily basis with the DC universe and Marvel universe and stuff like that. But uh, this rumor is supposedly that Superboy may appear on the Titans TV series, which is very interesting. It says here that the first live-action series for Warner Brothers' new DC-focused streaming platform appears to be embracing its comic book roots. And it sounds like another fan favorite character could be making an appearance. A recent casting notice for the DC or the original DC Universe series Titans indicates that a certain Kryptonian clone could be making his way to the streaming service. A new report from that hashtag show could tease the impending arrival of Superboy. That hashtag show describes the role thusly being referred to as quote unquote David. Okay, that's my name. He is a 20-somethings Caucasian male with dark hair who would guest star in the 13th episode, which is the season 1 finale. David is described as a powerful individual who is merciless, so much so that he has recently unleashed chaos to the people who have been keeping David as a prisoner in a mysterious lab. When we find David, he will have recently escaped this lab. Whoever we see in the role could have a series regular option for the consecutive seasons of Titans." This evidently sounds like Young Justice origin for Superboy, who was created by Cadmus Labs and discovered by the team in the series' very first episode. The boy who would come to be known as Connor Kent is actually a clone of Superman and Lex Luthor, with his human DNA hampering him from accessing the same Kryptonian abilities as the hero of his namesake. So, very, very cool. Very cool. This show is going to be something else. I, I don't exactly know. People have been freaking out about the set visits and stuff and, and, you know, whatever. Two days ago, when I put out the pilot episode, it had just been announced that Jared Leto, he was going to do a Joker movie that he would produce and act in. That's going to be interesting, too. And I had said I have no idea what it means for the, uh, the other Joker movie that they were talking about with Joaquin Phoenix. Okay, so... Here's an update on that. Uh, The Joker origin movie is still moving forward despite Jared Leto's project. So after a shocking reveal that Warner Brothers had plans to make a movie focused on the classic Batman villain, the Joker, as played by Jared Leto, many fans asked one pressing question. What about the many other projects that Warner Brothers was working on featuring the Clown Prince of Crime? Well, don't worry, because that at least one is still moving forward. Deadline confirms the Joker origin movie with Joaquin Phoenix is still in development. The new Joker movie will reportedly be spun out of Suicide Squad, while the origin movie, being developed by director Todd Phillips, will be an Elseworlds style project under banner separate from DC Films. They would not be connected to each other except for the following takes on the same character, different takes on the same character. Jared Leto has also signed on. To executive produce this, his solo movie for DC Films, it is not clear if Warner Brothers intends to actually make both films or if they are developing both to see which one they'd rather pursue. Waste of money and resources. Okay, uh, this is the latest in a string of new announcements that have been have dominated the news of Warner Brothers DC slate. They also announced plans for a Birds of Prey movie with Harley Quinn actor Margot Robbie to be directed by Kathy Yan. In fact, many different projects involving Harley Quinn and the Joker have been revealed over the last year. In addition to the impending Suicide Squad 2 with director Gavin O'Connor, a Mad Love-style movie with Harley and Joker is also in development. For those of you who don't know, Mad Love is a wildly popular comic book including Harley and Joker and some crazy shit love story. I have not read it, I just know what it is because it is super popular, so... If you don't know what it is, you live under a rock. Anywho, moving on then. DC Universe streaming platform is evidently eyeing an August 2018 release and will host a plethora of DC-related content, including animated movies, animated shows, comic books, which is fucking cool, as well as original content that they will provide, like, i.e. the Titans that we were talking about ahead of time, and then there's Swamp Thing and... Uh, Harley Quinn TV show and uh, all sorts of shit like that really cool probably some crazy shit coming up in the future I don't know I'm hoping that they may maybe they take Gotham and save Gotham because I love that show all right well that concludes the DC Universe portion and I believe it is time to move on to the next section the Marvel Universe Normally, there would be a bunch of Marvel stuff here, but there is just one story. It's pretty exciting. I guess I could mention up front that there's some chatter today about the Iron Fist Season 2 and whether or not Danny Rand might get his costume. There is chatter about the Defenders and how they're not going to be giving us a second season, at least not right now. It's not even on their agenda. There's also news that Agent Carter might get picked up from some other network I guess they've got some more content there but this news here is very exciting we talked last two weeks ago when Lane and I did an episode of Talk lips. there was some information about Daredevil season 3 and its villain being Bullseye now Daredevil's back in the news but with something a little bit different Daredevil's showrunner Steven DeKnight is up for a Moon Knight series now, Stephen DeKnight might not have to put Moon Knight in the series of Daredevil, but he has a clear vision of how the character should be portrayed. DeKnight, whose most recent work was serving as the director on the Pacific Rim Uprising, spoke to ComicBook.com in an exclusive interview. I nabbed that interview and I put it right in here. Like his conversations about the potential God of War movie, DeKnight's chatter of Moon Knight started with a Twitter conversation. Okay, he's quoted saying, "That's a weird story, actually. I've never considered including Moon Knight in Daredevil." Somebody asked me on Twitter a while back if I would do Moon Knight, and I've always been a huge Moon Knight fan. And yeah, if I had the time in my schedule and the stars aligned, I'd love to do Moon Knight. I mean, I love the whole multiple personality. Is he crazy? Is he not crazy? Has he really gotten these mystical powers? Are they supernatural, or is it all in his head? I think it would be, it would make for a very interesting Marvel Universe kind of Netflix show. I also Hope they will expand and give him a shot sometime. On the horizon for Netflix is a third season of Daredevil, which we just talked about. A second season for Luke Cage and Iron Fist, which we just talked about. While many Marvel fans are lobbying for a Moon Knight series, the character has not yet been tapped for a live-action adaptation. Now, at a press event for Avengers Infinity War, Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige promised that there are plans for Moon Knight. Though they may not be immediate, yes, Does that mean five years from now, 10 years from now, 15 years from now? There are stacks of characters, characters cards that we have in our development offices, which we look at, which we pull from, which we've discussed. So Moon Knight's going to show up somewhere sometime soon. I don't know how soon, but very, very interesting. I'm pretty excited. That'll conclude the Marvel section here, and we're going to go ahead and move on to the last section. Rick and Morty News. Alright, so... This title is Dan Harmon Reveals Why Rick and Morty Needed or Needs 70 More Episodes. While speaking to Gentlemen's Quarterly, before the renewal was finalized, Harmon revealed that he and co creator Justin Royland intentionally held up production until Adult Swim delivered a massive renewal that would allow them to focus only the fourth season, on only the fourth season, as opposed to taking on several side gigs while waiting for each episode order to come in. So that makes a whole lot of sense to me anyway. People fucking love Rick and Morty and they freak the fuck out on the creators all the time. But they did it on purpose so they could focus on it wholeheartedly and always. That makes a whole lot of sense to me. This continues to say, on the plus side, Harmon and Royland's gambit obviously worked. It gave them a job or it gave them job security that they wanted. Now they can be secure in the knowledge that Rick and Morty has multiple seasons lined up and that they will be able to simply move from one season to the next. Potentially, this could even speed up the production of the show. The downside is that the, execs, or the excess number of episodes could also lead the show's quality to take a dive. Even spread out over seven years or so, it's going to take a Herculean effort to make sure that the new installments live up to the standards set by the earlier seasons of the show. Which is very true. But, I, dude, these guys are genius. I'm sure that they'll do it. Plenty of lesser series have run out of steam long before they hit that mark. We don't know... Or we don't want to see that the same fate befall Rick and Morty. For now, we're hopeful that Harmon and Rowling can avoid that scenario and give us a fourth season as soon as possible. We just don't know how long it's going to take. So here's the hoping that they had actually been writing some stuff and that they have ideas and that these two best friends, you know, managed to manage to toss ideas around enough to have some sort of loose story going. But that being said... That's all I have for you guys today. I will be back, you know, in a couple of days here. And we'll uh, go from there. Um, there's Always news flying about... Comic-Con comes up soon, so there will be some shit coming out of there. Um, I guess a little bit of honorable mentions. Uh, there's some chatter on the internet today about uh, the Superman Rocksteady game. Which is like be like a Superman version of Gotham and how it will have brainiac is the villain and it'll be a one-player game and it's gonna be crazy and other dc heroes are involved and that is gonna be just awesome i can't wait for that uh game to come out and uh i don't know i've been waiting for a superman game like that for a very long time so i'm pretty excited but okay um i'm out of here i'm gonna go finish this cup of coffee peace